today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. David Heska is uh, one of the parents involved in the uh, Keep Hess Open program on the parent council there at Hess Street School. He's been a guest on the program in the past, and he joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show on CHML to uh, bring us up to speed on uh, what's going on with that circumstance. Morning, David. How are you doing today? Good morning, Bill. I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Let's talk a little bit about what the board is proposing right now. I'm getting the sense from uh, from Todd White's comments that by hook or by crook, there's going to be a school in that area. It may be on the Hess Street site. It may be on the John A. side across the road. We don't know yet. Are, are you happy with what the board is proposing now? Yes, I think that it is a good compromise. We started this process with a report that the staff was recommending putting all of the students from Head Street down to the north end at Benetto, and yep. everyone knew that that was unacceptable. And my preference, and I verbalized this last night uh, in my delegation to all of the trustees, would always be to have nine schools in nine communities to maintain the walkability and all of that. And I do not want to be the person coming out to say, close Strathcona, move them all to Hess, because I recognize the value that a school like Strathcona has. However, through the working committee meetings that I was involved with, we came to see that the money wasn't going to flow from the province unless something was adjusted. And maintaining all nine, the lack of funds coming from the province has almost led myself and a lot of our working committee to go down the path that says, well, let's kind of settle and say if we can't have all nine, then at le- let's, eat, let's at least have eight, and let's make sure that one of those eight remains near Strathcona, Hess, Sir John A. site. Well, you must be looking rather longingly at that Sir John A. site. I mean, Hess Street School is, is an older school. It's, it's, you know, there's, there's, well, there is no green space. I mean, you've got a little asphalt uh, you know, playground there. Uh, if you could relocate that just a, a couple of feet away there on the other side of the street, almost kitty-cornered to that site right now, that could be a win-win for everybody. Yes, I fully agree. And some of the concerns that people expressed yesterday was the traffic flows that happened down York and uh, Cannon, obviously. And so that's something that I hope to be a part of a transition planning team that is looking at a new school either on the Hess or the Sir John A. site. And those would be things that, we would need to work with the city and the trustees to decide maybe we could build the pedestrian access bridge or something. I'm not sure, but there, I'm sure there would be options to address some of the issues about how do you get all of the kids across from the Strathcona neighborhood, from the north end, north of uh, York and Cannon, to come across onto a site like Sir John A. Well, and that's where that coordination has to come in, and I'm not so sure that's been done in the past, has it, where, where the city is working with the board and, and, and private sector, I guess, in some cases, too. I mean, walkability is a wonderful phrase, but to make it work and to make it effective, you have to make it safe, too. Yes, exactly. And I think that that was, uh, if I could, there was, I was surprised. There was about 16 or so people that uh, were speaking last night about the West Hamilton central area, and I think five of them including myself, were representing Hess. Six or so were from the Strathcona communities, and then the remaining were scattered from the other schools. And the concern from the Strathcona parents was they felt blindsided. They felt that they were not involved in this process from the start. And I sympathize with them because some of them just found out that their school was going to close in April when this process started back in October, November. So I can imagine their frustration. Yeah, and there's, there's sadly going to be winners and losers no matter what happens here. And and I guess that's the 
the most frustrating part of this, and I've talked with you, I've talked with people from the Ancaster area, uh, I've talked with a number of people from Burlington across the Bay, of course, because this is happening with on their high school level right now, and it's getting pretty contentious. And, and the, the thing that's driving everybody crazy here, including your folks, of course, David and Hess, is that in some way, shape, or form, maybe it's an unintended consequence, but a consequence nonetheless, it's pitting neighborhood against neighborhood. Yeah, and that that's not what that's not what we I wanted to be a part of. And surprisingly, actually, last night, Bill at the uh, board office, I sat through from five thirty until eight o'clock, which was the Ancaster one, and then from eight thirty until about ten thirty was ours. And the I didn't know what to expect regarding the Ancaster one, but if you have my humble opinion, our West Hamilton City downtown one was. I think we were more on the same page, if I can say that, than they have pitted, or I'm not sure who they is, but communities have been pitted against one against another, and there was the keep Queens Rangers open people, and there was the no, we need new schools in Ancaster. So that one, the early part of last night, was a bit more fireworks than the second half. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.